Beer and Chill, Beer and Chill, an episode of Beer and Chill. Movies, games, and TV, we're comparing Marvel DC. Look out, here comes Beer and Chill. That's fucking excellent. Beer and Chill Podcast, for, for, for life. And welcome to another episode of Beer and Chill Podcast. <laughs> this is a special episode because we're gonna compare Marvel and DC. And I just got, I just have a thought in my head that every episode we are doing lately is just special. <laughs> and can say we are special people. I'm your yep. host, Ian, and I'm here with. Well, I was thinking of like what catchphrase do you this week, but like every super, like every kind of superhero, like, they have that big I am thing, don't they? It's like I am Batman, I'm Groot. Uh, I am inevitable, I'm Iron Man, so this week I am Craig E.C. Pleased to be here. Beautiful. And how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, pretty good, pretty good. You know, it's a it's a scorching hot day here in Scotland. It's a, I think it's hit 12 degrees, so I mean, no, yeah. oh, but taps off for everyone, taps off. But uh, how are you, Jan? Not bad. Actually, yesterday I saw Kong versus Godzilla, and oh, I can't right. believe they turned Godzilla heel. <laughs> Don't spoil it for me, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Spoilers for people who haven't seen Godzilla yet. <laughs> and see, watching the movie, I just realized how would it look like, right? If someone like Paul Heyman would book the movie. <laughs> Can you imagine like ECW style between, uh, ma- the style match between Godzilla and King Kong? <laughs> it should have been a wrestling match. If they could make a ring that big, they'll do it next time. That's what, the number- that's what round two is. That's a main event for WrestleMania. Like oh, God- man. Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> Imagine like fucking Godzilla putting King Kong through a flaming table, you know? <laughs> I thought I, th- I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm just assuming that's how it ends. That yeah. Like, King Kong's reaching, reaching for the belt at the top of the ladder and he goes through the flaming table and that, they, cut to, they, they cut to black straight away like the Sopranos and that's the end of the film. <laughs> Gunshot, cut then to black, man. Done. Then son of Godzilla's gonna return. <laughs> <laughs> of the music, you know, a huge pop from the people as doing like the, the Godzilla drop kick, you know, <laughs> in oh, the movie. <laughs> I love that film. If, if, if you've never watched, by the way, like, I'm, I'm going to do a quick film recommendation. See if you haven't watched the original Kong vs. Godzilla, which was like made in Japan in like the 60s. It's actually very good. I watched it for a joke, thinking it was going to be terrible and make fun of it, and it actually ended up being really fun. So go watch it. It's good. And that's my recommendation for the week. Just imagine Kong like, you're not the half a man as I am. <laughs> <laughs> you're half the ape that I used to be. <laughs> uh, and then if you haven't seen Godzilla, we should do an episode on Godzilla and King Kong. It's, it's <clears> just it's just crazy fun, just watching two dudes in a suit <laughs> fucking hitting each other. <laughs> and yes, right. I'm talking about the original 1961. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. So... I think we're gonna continue with the episode DC versus Marvel, and but first we're gonna listen to the commercials. Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Allie. Do you like horror? What's your favorite scary movie? We are the hosts of the Horgasm Podcast. We're two Canadians who love everything about horror. We review and discuss different horror movies every Thursday. Come join us as we talk about upcoming horror films and news, or anything that pops into our heads. The Horgasm Podcast is on all major podcast apps, as well as YouTube. We can't wait to give you a Horgasm. Or multiple Horgasms, if you're ready for it. (laughs) Ooh, I like the sound of that. So go check us out. You won't regret it. Hello there, I'm Satsunami, a variety streamer on Twitch. Recently I've been playing games like Red Dead Redemption 2, Fall Guys, and the widely beloved Sonic 06. If that sounds like your cup of tea, then you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube under the name Satsunami42. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated. Welcome back everyone. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be comparing Marvel vs DC. Jan, how are you feeling about this colossal clash? Mm. <laughs> That's my <Wow>. comment. <laughs> um, so we're going to be comparing the graphic novel. The I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to 
respond to you. I'm just going to bury that. Uh, we're going to uh, we're going to compare the graphic novels, the video games, the TV shows, and the movies. Um, I've got a couple of rules just so we know what we're chatting about here. So, three rules. Um, it has to be originally published by Marvel or DC Comics um, because Marvel and DC own like a bunch of other companies. Uh, we've tried to keep it kind of simple, otherwise we'd be here all week. Uh, we're not including other IP published by Marvel or DC, so we can't chat about the Star Wars comics, we can't chat about the Predator vs. Batman comics, uh, we can't chat we about... Can't, we can't talk about Star Wars, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh man! Uh, <laughs> we can't chat about Batman vs. Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles either. Oh. Um, shame. Uh, I really wanted to... I actually thought... Uh, I'll, I'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> and as well as that, I'm only kind of including things from after the 80s. Mainly because I don't want to have to talk about Adam West Batman and all those like the dancing Batman stuff and just all the weird stuff that came out before that. So I've tried to keep it kind of modern. Um, and oh, and if me and Jan can't decide, we did ask the fans what they thought. So if me and Jan disagree, I think we should throw it to the fans and see what they think. I'll yeah. bring up what they said anyway. We may, well, I, I think I have a funny feeling we're going to agree for most of this, so we'll, we'll find out. So what's, what's the first topic? Okay, like, so the first topic is graphic novels. Graphic uh, I've novels. got some I've got some highlights here from each team, so I was going to just kind of list down each and then I'll let you kind of jump in. So I'll start with the Marvel graphic novels. I, the reason I chose graphic novels and not comics is I don't really read comics because I find it hard to keep up with them all. You know what I mean? There's so I many have, different comics. Should I read it? Should I say that? I, oh, okay. So like the, uh, the Marvel became famous. Like I gotta start with the most famous, which is like the Infinity Gauntlet, which was like a which Infinity War is inspired by. Yep. Then you got Secret Wars, which is like what people thought <laughs> Captain Marvel will be, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> it basically like these crows are in our you know, yep, our society just hidden. Should I explain them? Like what? No. Each? Uh, we'll just kind of go. I think we just go through it. Um, like, I've got a couple here. So well. like Civil War again. Uh, I think, yep. And. The most famous from D from Marvel is, I think, the Darth Phoenix saga from X Men. Do yeah, you have like the, any statistic? Because I think this is that one is like the most sell from Marvel side. Yeah, in it? terms of the comics, it was, but in terms of the graphic novels as well, you've also got uh, the Marvels. Oh, sorry, Marvel's graphic novel, which is like taken from the point of view of a photographer, which is really good fun. Um, several mm-hmm. mentioned X Men. Uh, God loves man kills is like a really famous graphic novel as well. I also want to mention Daredevil Born Again by Frank Miller. Um, that's like a massive highlight. And that's like, I think for yeah. me, this is one thing I was, I was going to get onto with the comics, but Marvel tend to do their comics quite like interlinked and everything has to be joined up and stuff. They're really mm-hmm. quite famous for that. Like Civil War is like every character in existence. Yeah, so the yeah. graphic novel is really thick and only covers like a half of what it does in the comics. That's, um, I mean, you just mentioned it because Marvel is famous for doing these big events more often yep. than DC does. Because they yep. always do, like you said, Secret Wars, then do the, the Infinity uh, Saga, then they're doing the Civil War. Meanwhile, DC, they're doing like once, one, yeah. even five years, if it makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and then just the last ones I want to mention on the comic side, I also want to mention uh, Old Man Logan, um, which is obviously the Logan movie based off of. <laughs> and um, one, I, one I found when I was researching, but I'd never read before, um, Neil Gaiman, um, famous author who we'll chat to about on DC side, he also wrote one called Marvel 1602, and it was like Marvel superheroes in the Victorian era. I just wanted to bring it up because it was really weird. <laughs> I actually never heard of that. <laughs> no, I, mean, I wanted to bring it up because I was like, I was clicking about it, I was like, why is that a thing? That is so strange. Um, Gee, did you mention, so yeah, did you mention Spider-Man? Uh, there actually, there's actually not that many great graphic novels for Spider-Man. Like, he's, he's got a few like famous arcs, but I don't think is I don't think the graphic novels are that famous. Uh, have you got Have you got any arcs you want to talk about for Spider-Man? Well, uh, how was it called? I think it's called like the night Gwen Stacy died or something like that. Is about- oh yeah, the Gwen Stacy's death. Yeah, yeah, that I, that I think was very successful because it mm. changed, you know, like all perspective from Spider-Man. Because after Gwen Stacy died, Spider-Man like changed into like mature character than he was before. So I think that should be on the list. <laughs> yep, put it on the list. Put it on the list. Cool. I'm going to jump to DC now, unless you've got any others for Marvel. Okay, so, top of the list, I want to mention the Watchmen graphic novel. Mm. Not only considered one of the best graphic novels of all time, the Times in 2005 did a list of the 100 greatest books of all time. So not just graphic novels, books, and it made it onto that list. Um, They also did uh, top 10 graphic novels of all time, and it was also joined by The Dark Knight Returns, 
which I think is generally considered the best graphic novel of all time. It's Batman uh, yeah. when he's old and he comes back and it's kind of showing you like what it does to him and also what Gotham is like without him and what happens when he comes back. Mm. And it's like really fascinating stuff for that. It's a really good graphic novel. Yeah. Um, also Batman, I want to have to mention The Killing Joke. Um, mm. That's probably the most famous, I think, in terms of like... The, I think it's one of the most famous ones in like terms of the story and stuff, and they've tried to remake it into films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, on the Batman front, oh, we'll tell you two more for the Batman. Uh, years, uh, year one. Um, actually, God, there's tons of Batman ones because I, I haven't written down Long Halloween. Yeah, uh, really famous one. Two Face introduction, but also the main one I wanted to get to was Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. Serious House and Serious Earth, um, which is like maybe the craziest yeah. graphic novel ever written the art for it is incredible it's basically an explanation of batman's villains i think it's and like, there's nothing else like it i think this is like the first book i'm not sure you can uh if anyone disagree with me you can correct me but i think this was like the first book that put into like a psycho- psychological side of mm. the villains and heroes you know and yeah. like psychologically just look at them from the inside how they think and stuff like that. So I think this is the, the book that started it all. Um, the other two I wanted to mention was um, Superman Red Sun. So yeah. that's the one where Superman <laughs> lands in America, he turns up in Russia, which is absolutely genius. And I don't know whose idea that was, but it's one of the, it's such a fun graphic novel. And then the other half, I want I mentioned Neil Gaiman on the Marvel side because I wanted to mention him here. Uh, he he wrote Sandman, which is a really famous graphic novel, really good. Um, I think that's getting made into a TV show as well, but I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's really good as well. That's kind of what I came up with. Oh, yeah, there's a book. From yeah, books. there's definitely there's, there's tons of different versions of Sandman now. It's really yeah. successful. I, I think it's still going in some form. It's not mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman anymore, but like the it's not owned by DC anymore, it's, but it's like one of their sub-companies. Yeah. But yeah, it's still going. So, yeah, any others that you wanted to add to that list? You forgot, Mostly Batman. No, but, I mean, <laughs> you forgot Flashpoint. Which I was, was like, yeah. Which I think was a huge event again, you know, and you've got the crazy, you know, in Flashpoint where Bruce Wayne died and his father yep. became Batman and his mom became jo- the Joker, which I fucking love. <laughs> then you've got like uh, the the Infinite Crisis on Infinite Earths, yep. which I think was a, a huge event as well. It's, it's But I must admit, this one is very confusing. Like, yeah. I would not recommend someone to read that. I, you know... Uh, I have a bit of a thing about the comics and the graphic novels where I, I don't, I tend to like graphic novels where I can pick up the book, read the book and close mm. it and it's done. And like, I feel like things like Infinite Crisis and Infinite Earth, we mentioned Civil War and Secret Wars and stuff. And it's like, go read Fantastic Four episode 128 and go read this and go, and I'm like, I, I don't have time. I want to yeah, read the yeah. book that's in front of me. Imagine, imagine you were reading Game of Thrones and Game of Thrones went, I do want to go read a different book for a while. You'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> comics get away with it, but I don't see why. <laughs> also, Death of Superman. Yep. Isn't that like the most highest uh South book in history? I think that um, it, that was the like the you know when when they killed Superman it was like a huge thing. And oh, the actual comic book. Yeah, yeah, probably I think the comic book did well. Yeah, I was just talking about the graphic novels though cuz I I don't oh. read enough comic books to know about them all. <laughs> so yeah. Think, Superman's death was pretty famous. Yeah. So I think that was like the most sell I think it's a graphic novel. I'm not sure now. Maybe it is. Um, I know the comic was really famous when it came out, but I'm not sure about the graphic novel. Alan Moore wrote a graphic novel as well for yeah. uh, or a comic that got into one that was um, Whatever Happened to the Man of Steel or something it was called. It was quite good as well, but uh-huh. yeah. Um, I think we've got enough evidence that I think we can go to go to the voting. Yeah, um, definitely. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, like, Jan, out of those two, who do you think had the best graphic novels, definitely. Marvel or DC? Definitely DC. Like, if you go to the streets, right, and you stumble on some geek who doesn't know much, who doesn't read, but heard the stories from DC and Marvel, and you're going to ask him, name me three stories from DC. He's going to definitely name you, name you a Watchman. He's going to definitely yep. name you uh, Dark, Ma- Dark, Dark Man. <laughs> Dark Knight Dark Returns. Man. <laughs> uh, What's that film? You know, again, killing that, Joke. Death probably Super- another one. Yeah, Killing Joke. Death of Superman. Sorry, I, got, like- I had a brain fart. But <laughs> if you go them and ask them about Marvel... Like comic books or graphic yep. novels, they're gonna have a hard time to came out with something. Like, don't get yep. me wrong, they can name like X Men and stuff like that, but they can't name the actual book. You know the the actual stories. Yeah. 
So I really struggled with this list coming up with this list. I struggled coming up with the Marvel ones. I had to go to Wikipedia and stuff. Well, the the, the graphic novels. I just wrote, for DC. I just wrote them all down. I didn't have to check. And then Marvel, I got I got the first three and went. I have to go look because I I'd, I'd not read that many of them. So even even like someone like me who kind of reads graphic novels, I didn't ha- I didn't know any off the top of my head. Also, maybe it is because the huge difference between Marvel and DC is that DC Marvel is trying to humanize the characters you know like they put Stan Lee said it said it the best I think he said like we give a person superpower but also we give him a real life struggles Spider-Man is like the best example that he's like you know we need to pay a rent he's a date with his girl and stuff like that meanwhile DC those characters are written like gods you know so that's why like their books are more like epics that no everyone knows so that that's why I think like DC is supposed to is all the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, I'm I'm voting DC as well. I really like the self-contained nature of it. I like I like how Batman's is, is Batman's going to swing it for me for a lot of this, but I like that his stories are self-contained mysteries. Mm-hmm. I really like mystery novels, and so like this just feeds into it. Um, and yeah, there's the Marvel stuff because. Born Again for the Dead, it was probably the closest one to like a Batman yeah. novel, which is it's a Frank Miller. Yeah, the Dead, it's, like, yeah. it's like it's basically Batman. So like, well done. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going, I'm going DC as well. And just for what it's worth, um, the Instagram audience they also voted for DC. So <laughs> clean sweep, DC all the way. Do we need more proof? <laughs> <laughs> right. Until next topic, video games. Video games. I mean, so I'm gonna I'll start with Marvel again. Um, oh, do you want to, do you want to say anything you want to say before I start? Name me five Marvel games quickly. Yeah, I can do that. So, um, the Marvel games start off better in the arcades, like the earlier you are is probably when Marvel's the most famous. So, you, like Marvel right. versus Cap, Marvel versus Capcom, the beat 'em up games are probably the most famous. Um, early Marvel games they do quite well in the arcades. This is where I found out the Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles was not Marvel, even though I thought it was. That's <laughs> so I was like, oh, Teenage Ninja Mutants, they had the giant arcade, and I was like, I was like, why, why can I not find this anywhere? It turns out it's just not. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2, which is generally regarded as oh, the yeah. best um, superhero game for a long time. Um, Spider-Man had a, has a pretty good run of games, like from the PS1 to the PS2, but they can't ever quite capture that stuff again for a long time. We also have um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, um, which has um, it's like a beat 'em up, not beat 'em up. It's like um, hack and slash kind of games, co-op. They're pretty good fun, yeah. but didn't ever change the world. Um, and then of course we have uh, Spider Man uh, again. This time on the PS4 and Miles Morales on the PS5. And those games are epic. Yes. All of them. Um, nothing, nothing bad to say about these games. They took the sort of the open world aspect that Spider Man Two was so famous for, and went, let's just make it for 2020. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just make them fucking crazy. Let's have the entire New York there. Let's do everything that we wanted to do for Spider-Man 2 and just make it insane. Those games are absolutely fantastic. Um, I won't talk about them too much because I speak about them all the time to everyone <laughs> that will listen to me. Um, the other probably interesting things to note, um, there's a Lego Marvel game. Yeah. Um, but that, I'll tie that into the DC one more. And then finally, um, recently, a VR Iron Man game um, where you get to play as Iron Man and you can fly around as him. Yeah, which is pretty good fun. I played it for like 10 minutes at a show once and I was like, cool, that's me done. <laughs> I never need to play it again. I don't like VR that much, but I wanted to mention that one. Um, that's kind of the big hitters for Marvel, unless you can think of any others. Oh, I'm not mentioning mobile phone games and stuff. Um, I know there's a million mobile phone games, but I'm not mentioning them. Uh, I don't have time. I, I actually couldn't remember any games. Like I can remember like three, like Ultimate Alliance. Then yep. uh, like Spider-Man PS4 and the, yep. the Avengers game was released like last year. That's all I <laughs> yeah. came up with. So, I, did, I didn't mention the Avengers game because I didn't know even know if it was worth mentioning. But yeah, the Avengers game came out last year and it was a massive flop, uh, and mm. it, it's been a disaster for them, unfortunately. Can, and even now, the, the player base is tiny. It still can be but, fixed. Who knows? Yeah, I think uh, the thing is, I played a bit. I played the game before it came out. Mm. Um, for a conference thing I was at and I actually had a lot of good fun with it for like the 20 minutes I played it but apparently that 20 minutes is just the same game over and over again um, which is a shame because I thought it was quite good fun but oh well that's just that's just life sometimes also, uh, moving on I mean, oh, sorry, on you. need to mention because someone would kill us if he didn't mention one, oh. one more game and that's the uh, Captain America how's it called the Super Soldier on PS2 
Never played it. Never played it. It's very, very underrated game where you play as Captain America and punching Nazis. And it's, it's, cool. and it's canon as well. So <laughs> it's like between... You know how is the montage in the first Avenger? Yeah. So the game is in that montage. Like what you're doing in that montage, that's the game. You know, like... That's so, fun. I like that. So uh, very underrated game. <laughs> I, I think if you didn't mention it, some someone would like to say, like, oh, they forgot to mention Captain America. So Yeah, I'm not yeah. mentioning every game. I'm just mentioning the highlights because there was like Wolverine games as well that were oh, kind of yeah. hit and miss and it is a Deadpool it? game. So, uh, but I don't want to go into them all because... Fucking hell, there's a... Yeah, I totally forgot there was a Deadpool game, which was like very yeah. successful as well. Then you got yes. the uh, Wolverine game, which was like underrated, which is underrated as well. Brilliant game. Yep. Dude, this is going to be okay. a hard decision. I totally mm. forgot about those games. <laughs> well, let's jump over to DC. Yeah. Um, I want to start with Superman 64. Generally, God is the worst <laughs> game of all time. We're not going to mention nothing before it. <laughs> I, think, I think we have to mention it. There's not that many games before it. Um, there was, sorry, there's a lot of games before it, but in terms of like anything big, I, there was nothing that I really knew. Um, that all changes, though, in a huge, huge way. When 2008, Batman got... Lego Batman, of course, being the greatest Lego game made. And then the year after that, Arkham Asylum trilogy, that starts, which is, you know, pretty never good. Uh, never heard of it. We did a whole episode dissecting <laughs> it. Um, it's an amazing set of games. Um, the other thing I want to mention, Injustice. Um, so, like I said, Marvel vs. Capcom was a famous fighting game. So there's the Injustice games. Um, and also, um, that, that was started before that by... It was DC versus uh, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat versus DC. I can't remember what they called it, um, but yeah, this, these games are like basically the Mortal Kombat engine with DC characters, um, and then the Injustice games take on from that. Um, really good fun, really good fighting games if you're into that kind of thing. Um, then also worth mentioning the Batman: The Telltale series. Um, so Telltale Games did like the point and click adventures, quite famously the Walking Dead one. They did a bunch of Batman ones, um, which I think were pretty good. Uh, I only played the first one. And then finally, I just want to mention as well, Batman VR. Um, there's just like a, a VR game where you get to go around Batman's yeah. uh, Batcave and just interact with stuff and it looks pretty funny. So that was kind of the, the big ones. Obviously, the big hitter there is the Arkham um, thing. So I'll quickly dig into that a bit more. We've got Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and then Arkham Knight. So those four games are all brilliant, as we've discussed before. And then there's stuff on the horizon as well, but I won't talk about that. But there's new new Batman games coming out as well. Yeah. Um. Anything Anything you want to add to all that? Gotham Knights supposed to come as well, and this Gotham Suicide Knights, Squad, yep. Which is which is gonna be brilliant. I can't wait for those. I don't know. I mean, if you look at the uh, Batman Arkham, there was a huge series, huge games. Yeah. Gonna give it. A, I guess you're gonna have to give it to what other DCs have except Batman. Like, that was kind of it. A lot of them are like... Injustice as well? I put Injustice, yeah. That was kind of the other big one. There's a couple of other... There's like a Superman Returns game um, to time of the 2006 movie, but I don't remember that getting much praise. Uh-huh. Um, not really much else apart from that. I'm sure there'll be someone who'll correct me, but uh, that was out of the ones that I looked at. Those were sort of the ones that all stuck out to me. So I guess we're going to have to do it to, to DC. It was a Watchmen game as well. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, actually that as well. Played, I actually played it on <laughs> Xbox 360. It was, it was, it was fun. Yeah, I don't remember it. That's, uh, I didn't want to put that in because I was like, I didn't want to put that next to Batman Arkham Asylum and just to shame, shame it. <laughs> well, I, I, I think DC is winning this, this round as well. <laughs> yep. Uh, as much as I love the Spider-Man games, yeah. um, Batman Arkham City is like one of my top games of all time. That's um, probably going to change in the future, you know? Mm. May, may, maybe Gotham Knights going to be flop, Suicide Squad going to be flop, they're going to fix the Avengers and they're going to release another game. And yeah, who knows? So that's the thing. That's kind of why I wanted to go, didn't want to go back too long for it history because you know all these games are just going to be you know things keep changing for these these two companies. We could do this next year; it might be totally different. Um, oh, I'm wait, also wait. going for DC. Oh, wait, sorry, anyway. I just realized. So we have to let's compare it again. Let's give a Marvel a fighting chance because oh. we are positive podcast and we giving everyone a chance. <laughs> so. Marvel's got the the Spider-Man games. Let's say mm-hmm. uh, PS2 was successful. Yep. PS4 was successful, and Miles Morales is successful. That's three successful games. Yep. Then you got DC. That's Batman, Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. Arkham City, <laughs> and then Injustice. 
free successful game. So it's free against free. Because Origins yeah. was a flop, as I remember. Okay. Even though I love the game, <laughs> I think it's very underrated. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Arkham Knight was a flop, even though I love it again. Yep. So if you compare these three against each other, do I make sense? Is there something I've forgotten? I, I kind of I kinda get what you're going for. Um, I mean, we are comparing successful uh, games against successful games. No underrated, no overrated games. Yep. And this is free. I'm it depends from, what you mean by successful, though. Because like, you've also got, like, the Batman Telltale series did pretty well. Like, I know it's not, it wasn't groundbreaking, but, but they probably also, did better, better than a few of the other Marvel games. For Marvel, they also have the Guardians of Galaxy Telltale, which was successful as well. That's true. Yep. So, <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to make a conflict here, you know? I, like, so it's not easy for I don't, us. I don't know where you're, I don't know where you're going with this, but... <laughs> so we have, like, same number of successful games. Sure. Do you think Spider-Man PS4 is better than Arkham City? No. I think it is. I think PS4, Spider-Man yeah. PS4 is better than Arkham Arkham City. If you, but it could be also like because yeah, it's yeah. a more modern game. Then I think Miles Morales, like Spider-Man, is uh, kicking ass to <laughs> Arkham Arkham Asylum. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yep. You know what? No, no. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be controversial. Where do you? I'm giving a point to Marvel. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um. Yep. It doesn't matter because I'm going for DC. <laughs> <laughs> so I like. Need... I like your thinking. I appreciate it. So we need to. Fans are gonna have to decide. Yep. So go over to Instagram. Um, the Marvel poll. Uh, Marvel vs DC poll. Who has the best video games? The winner was. Uh, by 64% to 36%, it was DC. So DC gets the point. We want new counting. <laughs> we want new <laughs> because those people didn't hurt my point. So <laughs> let's do it we again. <laughs> Stop the count. We'll redo it later. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> let's do it again. <laughs> and listen to me. <laughs> I am right. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that point though, because if you're talking about the number of successful things, this will be interesting later uh, when it comes to the movies. Oh. But controversial um... <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Let's go to TV shows. TV shows. Do we count animated series as well? Yes. So what I was gonna say oh, is, I'm it's gonna down... be easier, but you have to <laughs> animated series. Don't be, I'm um, fucked. <laughs> Yeah, the live action. St I'm gonna kind of, uh, I'm gonna chat down kind of what I did last time, and then I'm gonna mention the animated, famous animated stuff at the end. Mm. Um, I've only included, I've included all TV shows after the earliest TV show I've gotten here is Smallville. So I guess we'll start with DC. Um, first one there, Smallville, 2004. That was like about Superman's kind of training and stuff. Uh, it was quite good. Uh, it ran for a long time. Mm. Um, it was like a precursor good. to the Arrowverse stuff. Good. I mean. It was, well, it was, uh, yeah, okay. It didn't grow. It was for, it was of the time. It was the Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of generation stuff. It was decent. Um, then not much after that until we get to the Arrowverse. Um, mm -hmm. So Arrow season one and two. Season two of Arrow, I consider to be like one of the greatest shows ever made. I love it so much. Yeah. It's the one that's got um, Deathstroke in it. Just love it. <laughs> Uh, season one's excellent as well, though, with John Barrowman as the baddie. So, big shout out to Scottish boy John Barrowman. Um, the Arrowverse also introduced Flash, which is also excellent. The first two seasons of that. Um, I I've not watched much past. I, I got to season three and stopped watching it. But uh, <laughs> I love the series. I, I watched uh, it a lot when I was uh, when I was in high school. So I love Flash. Like Reverse Flash is like such a stupid bad guy. But it's so good. And like they do a lot of the stuff for the different worlds and all that. Um, that also had the Supergirl and Batwoman tie-ins, but I've not watched them. I kind of tapped out the Arrowverse basically around season three of Flash. Yeah. I'll just be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've been quite successful. They also had, like, you mentioned uh, Infinite Crisis on Infinite Earth. They, yeah, they did yeah, their own yeah. version of that and brought in all the different actors from all the different uh, films. Yeah. And they really went crazy, so that's really cool. Um, top marks for that. Um, outside of the Arrowverse, we also have um, the Gotham sort mm -hmm. of prequels uh, i haven't watched that either but i've heard yeah. really good things about it uh, i mean i um, heard good things as well but it's nothing like 
like for me to be forced to watch it <laughs> you know <laughs> um, can't be bothered yeah. There was also Black Lightning, which I watched the first season of that, which I thought was decent, oh, yeah, but yeah. never caught on after that. Um, Titans. Um, Titans. Oh. Uh, that was the uh, Teen Titans live action. Uh, Jan's shaking his head and cutting his throat, and I think he means it's really bad. Yes. I haven't watched it. Okay. It's horrible. Fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen the trailer. That's, that's, the, that's the only bit I know of it, is the fuck Batman stuff. Um, and then finally, the award-winning, multiple-time award-winning single season of The Watchmen TV show, um, made by HBO, which basically um, is incredible. Yeah, and it, it sweeps so many hate. award shows. There is lots of hate about The Watchmen, you know, because uh, because it's like very political and mm. racism stuff like that. But I think it worked. I think the yeah. the guys who were, were making the series, I think they made it like working. And I was intrigued watching it. I I, I really love that. But you also you forgot uh, the Superman and Lois is a new yeah, series did, right now. I didn't want to include that because it's brand new, so I haven't oh, included okay. uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier for the same thing. I didn't want to like just because they're, they're on the now. I didn't want to go too much into that. And you missed something as well, but I can't remember what was it. I I had it in my mind when you said the, when you named the series, I was like, oh, you forgot this thing, but I forgot what was um, it. Is there anything else in the Arrowverse I didn't mention? I think Legends of Tomorrow as well. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Legends it. of Tomorrow. I, I, I and Doom, admit, Doom Patrol as well was the other one I didn't mention. I didn't dude, see that. Doom Patrol. <laughs> I fucking love it. That's one of the best series I ever saw. I fucking love it. Honestly, I'm just gonna sidetrack for a second. Yep. They had such a small budget. And for this small budget, they made this awesome thing. I just love it. I just want oh, we need to make episode about Doom Patrol and the theme song. My man, I love it. I love Doom Patrol. <laughs> I just muted my mic then. Just I just let him go. <laughs> I'll come back later. I remembered you forgot the swamping swap. Oh, uh, swamp thing. Yeah. It was successful, but yeah, only only one season. But people love it. So. Yeah, Swamp Thing's a weird one for me because I have been like so unconnected to anything Swamp Thing. Like, I've never read any of the comics. I've never seen any any of the TV shows. I think there's a movie as well, a Swamp Thing movie. I've just never seen it. I just have no idea what it is, and I've no, no interest in it. So, sorry if you love it. I just I don't know. I'll, I'll maybe I'll watch the TV show one day. But um, going on to the animated stuff. Yes, um, this is where DC so, shines the best. Yeah. The so stuff. DC. DC gets a really good partnership really early with um, Warner Brothers Animation, mm-hmm. and it all kicks off with generally regarded as the second greatest animated show ever made, um, Simpsons, which is oh. <laughs> arguably the greatest, show, arguably one of the greatest shows ever made. So you know, yeah. So generally considered the second greatest show ever made, um, Batman the animated series, nineteen eighty two. Um, it's inc- it's yeah. I mean, we could probably do a whole episode on it itself. Mm-hmm. It's um, phenomenal. Um, we won't go too deep into it, but yeah, it's it's maybe the most mature like version of like an animated show for a long time, and a lot of people try to copy it. Um, I think it's probably the, the basis like flatly for it. <laughs> Sorry, I just yeah. I had to, to buy Clone Wars somehow. <laughs> um, but they get a really successful partnership with this Warner Bros. Animation. Um, there's a really great Justice League comes out of it. There's Batman Superman Adventures, Batman Beyond, mm-hmm. uh, Teen Titans was a really big one for me growing up. Um, that was a huge one when I was growing up was Teen Titans. That was everywhere. Yeah. Um, even now they're still making stuff on this in the same like Warner Brothers animation banner, uh, including the Harley Quinn uh, oh. TV show, which I know you're a big fan of. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. Um, I didn't want to mention all of them because, like I said, there's tons of them. They're all pretty good, uh, pretty successful. They, they really knock out of the park with these animation. Is there any that I haven't mentioned that you want to go on about? I mean, you mentioned like because they animate like some of the famous comic book se- movies. Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, graphic novels. They made like an animated version. There's like a killing joke, which the first 30 minutes is trash because they just That's, added in. You know, is that they, not more a movie though than a TV show? Killing joke. Oh. So, so you don't you don't count the TV releases. What? Movies. Well, I was, uh, yeah, I wasn't too sure about this. We, we, we can count. Let's get us talk about it. I mean, okay, if you're gonna talk about animations, the point goes to mm, DC, like 100%. Mm. Because just like Marvel, they figure out how movie works, DC figure out how animated yeah. series works on TV. So if you can't animate it, go to DC. But I'm gonna be controversial with the TV series. I think we mentioned them, all of them, I think. 
There was also the Superman TV series, but I think it was in the 90s. Mm. I actually laughed as a kid. It was good. Uh, Marvel is smashing it lately on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Oh. Can you, can you read that? Let's jump over to Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. So there's different phases to the Marvel TV show. So in terms of live action, there was not much to talk about until... Um, the MCU kicks off and we get Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter are the first two kind of things out of that. They're quite weird. Um, I don't know if you've watched much of them. No, they're okay, but um, they just they hadn't quite figured it out and they were just trying new things and, you know, whatever. That's how, that's how it happens. And then we jump over to Netflix for The Defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Daredevil, which is incredible. Really love Daredevil. Jessica Jones, also that was really, really good. Um both the hero and the villain and that, fantastic. Uh, we've got Luke Cage, Iron Fist and Punisher all get their own TV shows as well. And that all culminates in the Defenders um, series itself. So that's kind of everything that happens on um, Netflix. During that time, you also have sort of like various ones that I mm-hmm. don't really know too much about. So we've got like yeah. Inhumans, Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Um, I don't really know too much about them. Runaways, I, I think. Runaways, that's another one, yeah. There's a bunch that I just didn't really know about. Um, and then... As Jan mentioned, we've now jumped to Disney Plus um, with WandaVision. We talked about that the other week. Really good fun. Mm-hmm. And Falcon the Winter Soldier's on just now, so I didn't really want to go too deep into that. Uh, it is top notch so far. Um, and then, just to wrap up, the animated stuff's a bit weird for Marvel. Um, I couldn't really find too much, so obviously the famous one is the 1994 Fox's X-Men, the one that has the amazing theme tune. And more or less in the same era, the Spider-Man cartoon from around that time is really, really good as well. I think that's just called The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but I didn't watch much of the Marvel stuff growing up, um, so I, I didn't really have too much else to say on the animated stuff. I don't know if you've got anything you want to add. Even now, they add, like, uh, there's an animated version of The Avengers as well, mm. which is, like, funny. Have you seen the poster of the animated? No. It's the same poster they did on the original Avengers movie, but they just animated it. But it's got nothing in common <laughs> with Marvel, like, MCU. So, like, they just want to grab some people, you know, from the That's MCU very funny. To just watch watch the TV series. But I'm going to be controversial. I, w- I would love to give a point to Marvel. I, d- I don't know how controversial that is. I actually think, yeah, and that might be the overriding uh, opinion here. Because I think th- the Netflix... Um, the Netflix TV shows really knock it out of the park. Um, the version of Kingpin and Daredevil is mm. probably my one of my all-time favorite characters in a show. Like I feel like they actually—you mentioned it on, about Arkham Asylum series house—that um, they try to explore what it is to be a villain. And Daredevil's just like, you know what? Our villain's probably more interesting now. Hero, let's spend half the time of the show with him and let's let's find out what makes him tick. And that's such a clever idea, mm-hmm. especially for someone who could have been a really boring villain. Yeah. They went whole hog, like, here's everything you need to know about Daredevil, uh, uh, about Kingpin and Daredevil, brilliant. Um, and yeah, I loved WandaVision. Um, it's so weird. So, yeah, massive points there. But um, the, I'm also... Then you, then you go like to DC, right? And mm-hmm. it could be so much better, but the problem with DC is, they just... Let's go to Arrow, right? Like, the first season was yep. alright. The second one was good. Then you got the third and fourth and fifth and sixth and he's just lost yeah. everything and he became way too political, way too much on nose. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's like that you're trying to appeal to different people and it's just how do you figure out how to do that correctly? Because I think DC doesn't always do it wrong uh, with the Arrowverse stuff, but yeah, you, I think the point you're making more about like how long a lot of stuff is, I think that's for me what the killer is for a lot of it. And it's like, you know, the best thing on that list was Watchmen for me and that's because it's one season like any show that's one season is always good for me because <laughs> you don't have time to like get, get too mixed up with it um see, see like the flash there was a problem mm. as well because you know how the first two seasons i ever enjoyed i really loved them but it repeat itself over and over yeah. again it, it starts like with barry and the team having fun then something bad's gonna happen and everyone is screaming from the from the you know the studio there whatever I would call it, and Lab. and it was end by Iris screaming run Barry run, it's every episode, <laughs> it's just repeat. I I love the series, but I never <clears throat> finish it. I think I I stopped watching yeah. the fourth season and never continue watching it. So 
Yeah, I just get, I just find there's a lot of burnout, and I like Flash for me. I want to just take a quick detail about Flash. Uh, I don't understand what the Flash is because I I never understand why he ever has any problems with any villain. Yeah. Because I feel like unless it's Reverse Flash, whose whole gimmick is he's also fast. Oh, but See if it's like. So yeah, it's amazing. But like, what I mean is like, uh, there's an episode of uh, Flash with uh, Mark Hamill in it playing the trickster, who's uh, not the Joker, and he has these problems with when he's like, Flash stands and talks to him. It's like, Flash should just run in and just punch everyone. That should be like, yeah. I how anyone can stand up to the Flash. It's like, oh, they, they bring in Arrow and it's like, Arrow would be dead if he fought Flash. Flash would just run up, punch him in the eye, and that's it. <laughs> Have you seen the famous video how they shoot a crossover episode with Supergirl and uh, Flash? <laughs> is that the one where they're, they're just like both standing there and just like not doing anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just standing in one pose. Brilliant. It's just like, you see Flash still waving with his hands and he's like, oh my god, he's too <laughs> powerful! <laughs> and Supergirl was like, we need to escape! <laughs> <laughs> see if you get the chance, watch the WandaVision behind the scenes stuff. Because nothing makes you look more of a dork than like filming. Filming is so, like, seeing behind the scenes of any film makes you look trash. <laughs> Uh, oh. Finishing up this, I'm also going to go for Marvel. Yeah. Um, and the Instagram community also voted Marvel, so it's currently two one Marvel. I thought, um, I, oh, sorry, two one to DC. I thought this is gonna DC is gonna win this. I thought one hundred percent that DC is gonna win this. You know. I think it's because partly for me, I think it's because like. There's a good feeling. I think a feelings a lot of this, and like I feel like the Arrowverse. We mentioned Arrowverse. I don't want to keep ragging on it, mm. but because it goes on so long, things, nothing is ever great the whole time it's on. You know what I mean? Like people have like pretty negative reactions to things like Lost now and Game of Thrones, and uh, I don't know Dexter, and it's like these shows were amazing, uh, but like because they went on too long, people kind of go, ah, and you're you're overwhelming feeling about them now is like, I don't know, mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Well. If a show finishes at its peak, like uh, Breaking Bad, for example, yeah. people remember it forever as being incredible. If Breaking Bad had been 15 seasons, you know what I mean? And the last season was, I don't know, um, Walter's trying to get his car washed and it takes him a, a season because he can't find his meth. I don't know. You know, it's some yeah. ridiculous <laughs> plot. And it's like, people be like, oh, that Breaking Bad show was all right, but it's kind of crap now, isn't it? You know what I mean? So I think that's why Marvel, they've got a lot of good feeling and it's like, I think it's kicking ass just now as well. Yeah. But we are not saying like DC is bad. Like I said, uh, oh. The fucking Doom Patrol is brilliant. I, I love it. I love the humor of it. I love how how it shoot. You know, like such a ridiculous stuff. Like a, there's a portal into another world in in a donkey's ass asshole, and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> like, like they experiment a lot, and that's why I love Doom Patrol. Oh yeah, that's a that's experimental to put a portal on a donkey's ass. <laughs> I love it. It's funny, and it's it's just it's just brilliant. And you also you mentioned like Flash, you know yeah. he can beat everyone, but in in Doom Patrol in the first season you got actual literal God who can stop everything just by <laughs> snapping his fingers. No pun intended to Marvel. So you know, so it doesn't also doesn't make sense. But if it's fun and you're entertained, as the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't need to think about it. Like I love, I like that. I really enjoyed the Flash. I don't really care that he can kill people <laughs> instantly. <laughs> Um, moving on final, to our final topic, movies. This is the one that I think is obviously going to be the, probably the most uh, most argumentative, controversial. One thing I just wanted before I start, one thing I thought was really interesting, um, both, as far as I can tell, both Marvel and DC have four Oscars each, or four Academy Award wins each. Really? Uh, yeah, so that was quite cool. Um, well, I'm not going to go down Marvel versus DC in this, I'm going to go down the timeline, because I think that's actually more... For, for movies, I think this actually works better for the movies. You'll see what I mean to get started. Mm-hmm. So we'll start in uh, 1986 with uh, Howard the Duck. It was uh, Lucasfilm's like, first big movie after Star Wars. It's um, If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's not good, but go watch it. <laughs> it's uh, considered one of the worst movies ever made, but it's very funny. Um, <laughs> and then Marvel basically dies after that, so we won't hear from them. <laughs> It kills Marvel. They're dead now. So oh, that was a, that was a short comparing. <laughs> See you later, Marvel. Okay, DC one, I guess. Yep. Uh, then we have a run of Batman stuff. Uh, this is when DC sort of takes the lead. So we've got uh, Tim Burton's Batman, basically. Um, so his sort of trilogy. 
I don't know if it is his trilogy, but you know what I mean, like the yeah. three films from him, and that then also culminates in the great, one of the other greatest films of all time, uh, Batman and Robin. I know you're going to mention this. I knew it. I love this film. I, I, I unreservedly love this film. Arnie's incredible in it. Tell me uh, uh, I was like, Ice to meet you. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Um, that's the other great ones. I was just like, chill out. He does that as well. And he's like, just... It's all about his wife, and it's just such an emotional performance by Arnie. It's just, oh no, just it takes Mister Freeze from being just another villain to being. I think it's up there with Heath Ledger, uh, Dark Knight. To be honest, it's probably um, by far the best villain ever put in a Batman movie. Um, incredible stuff. This, um, yep. this is emotional. This is yep. true emotional yep. performance. <laughs> Oscar snub. The fact he didn't win an Oscar for this <laughs> devastating to me. The fact that he wasn't even nominated, that's yep. disgraceful. Un, un, just unprofessional, but boycott the Oscars, man. Um, <laughs> and then you don't get a lot... Cancel the Oscars. Um, because, you, because you don't get a lot of... Uh, after this, you don't get a lot of uh, DC again for a while. Um, for some reason, I guess no one thought they could take it to Arnie, so just stopped themselves. Um, and then in 1998, uh, things kind of start ramping up again with... Um, the Marvel kind of stuff picks off again, so we've got Blade, yeah, uh, and the X Men universe starts, um, and also the Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy starts as well. Uh, so that was where the first of two, um, first Oscar comes up as Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. Um, they won it for best visual effects, and at this point, there's like tons. So like X Men's coming out pretty regular now. So it's got X Men One and Two, which are pretty good. X Men Three, which is x-men 3 uh, and then we've got uh the wolverine origins and there's kind of a not a great time right now yeah. um at this point as well both marvel and dc don't really put out too much but there's a lot of like bad stuff comes out so there's the Catwoman movie uh ghost rider uh just a lot of like uh daredevil with ben affleck electra oh. um i just want to mention all these because it's just it's just like a weird period in time where everyone's trying to recapture what x-men did yeah. but no one understands it um, there's a Superman Returns as well, which I wanted to mention because that was weird. Um, just a lot of stuff. Um, just a lot of like campy, kind of not very good things come out hmm. until 2005. Yes, yeah, Batman, Batman begins. <laughs> Somehow Christopher Nolan decides to make a Batman film, and um, the rest is history, really. So this comes, this is like three of the greatest films, uh, superhero films made. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Um, Dark Knight has won two Oscars. Uh, Best Supporting Actor for Heath Ledger, and Best Sound Editing for whoever edited the sound. I don't know who that was, so well done, team. Um, But yeah, those films are incredible. Um, What happens, though, is so they kind of get really gritty and dark, and Marvel decides they're going to go the other way, Uh, and we get the MCU starts out. Um, So we got Iron Man, which is the start of the like, pretty much the start of the MCU. Um, the first sort of phase of the, the Marvel films aren't really that mm-hmm. much to write home about. We've got Captain America's first Avenger, yeah. but really it peaks with Avengers, which um, or Avengers Assemble, which basically changes the course of cinema history. Because yeah. after this film was so successful, every other movie wanted to try do a, a like an MCU. <laughs> um, we're even seeing it like this week. Um, Godzilla vs King Kong came out. This is because of this film being yeah. so successful. This happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, the film itself is pretty decent, but like I mean, uh, the, the the impact is probably more 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 important yeah, than the actual film. If you watch like Avengers today, comparing mm-hmm. it to other Mar- movies Marvel put out, it doesn't hold the candle at all. Like, if you mm. compare, just compare the first Avengers with the uh, Winter Soldier, which was like two years after. Yeah. Avengers doesn't take a, have a chance. Uh, compare the first four, like you said, the first phase was like weird. Compare mm. the first four with Ragnarok. Oh, yeah. Totally yeah. different films. Yeah. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> but one thing, one thing I, I will say for the Avengers, I think what they do really well, especially in phase one, is they actually make different films like of different genres, and that's how they wrote people in. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch a superhero film, you've got Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You want to watch a war movie, like a thriller, you've got Captain America. If you want to watch a fantasy film, you've got Thor. And that's how they wrote, wrote people into these films. Yeah. It's not through, like, here's all the same film. It's They actually are quite clever about it. Um, and then following on from that, you've got the other sort of big... I want to just list out some of the other big MCU ones. I'm not going to go through the whole MCU because 
you know, I want I want to sleep tonight. But <laughs> <laughs> of particular note, we've got Guardians of the Galaxy, um, which was kind of the first experimental one they did, where they were just like, uh, let's make a really really weird comic and put um, Bradley Cooper in it as a as a raccoon and Vin Diesel's a tree. And no better director than James Gunn who can do yes, it. Yes, and James Gunn directing it. Um, Thor Ragnarok, as we mentioned. Um, which is Tiger, yep, my boy. That's Taika Waititi. Um, Black Panther. Um, I want to mention that because that won three Oscars um, for original score, costume design, and best production design. One thing I found out about that was really interesting is some of the, the costumes for that are in the Smithsonian Museum. They actually stole them because they're like, so important to culture, which I thought was incredible. <laughs> um, and then kind of the, the peak of the MCU, uh, Infinity War and Endgame, both of them some of the highest grossing films ever made. Um, and like I was mentioning about things going off and not being very good, they both nailed it. I think mm-hmm. like people came out of Endgame feeling like that was oh. good, and like I think that's what makes MCU so special right now. Is it still people still have that fuzzy feeling about Endgame? See, MCU is like a new Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Like our fathers were like, oh, we love Star. Our, our fathers and like our generation is like, oh, we love Star Wars. We we went to the cinema to see like Revenge of the Save and Attack of the Clones. The yep. generation which is now like uh, the the after us, they're gonna remember MCU like their like yeah. their Star Wars, you know, the Infinity Saga. Are gonna be like, oh yeah, Star who what who's Skywalker? <laughs> I only know Captain America, Steve Rogers. <laughs> so yeah, it like I said, the, these films, the MCU of like I think they're like a cultural shift, mm-hmm. like. And one thing, I don't want to do this for every film because this isn't fair, but like one thing I always think is important is like how how many memes have come out of something. <laughs> and like that's how you know how popular it is, like on a ground level, like how many people know each scene from a movie. You know what I mean? And like yeah, I got that Endgame alone and, and Infinity War both have tons of memes. And I think that's important to show you how how successful something is. Um, but moving on, during that time, we also had um, Spider-Man getting rebooted twice. Um, which I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and... I will mention that we're back on the DC side. Uh, Watchmen came out at this point as well uh, by a boy, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. I pronounced his name correctly this time, didn't <laughs> Zack Snyder. Um, I think that's a pretty fun film. I know the, the a lot of the fans don't like it because it changes the ending, but mm-hmm. I don't think they can do the ending of the comics on a film. Personally, I don't think they could have done it. So I think what they came up with is pretty good. Yeah. And um, just... Then we get a few more kind of films coming out from DC. So obviously got Man of Steel, and that kind of ties into the start of the DC uh, universe. So I don't want to go through all them, but probably the more important ones to note is Man of Steel uh, with our boy Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Um, Suicide Squad, which is kind of a funny one because they made it and then went, oh crap, Guardians of the Galaxy is really popular and they apparently they recut a bunch of it to make yeah. it funnier. Um, didn't quite work. Mm, not at all. Um, Probably Wonder Woman's worth mentioning. I think that's like generally regarded as like one of the better yeah, uh, DCU ones. The ending um, is shit, but whole movies. <laughs> it's about the journey, not the ending. <laughs> and then, of course, um, that peaks, and I'm going to put that in quotation marks with uh, Justice League. Um, that that's not out yet. <laughs> uh, and then the timeline here, where we're going by time, it's the Joss Whedon cut. I'm afraid oh, <laughs> is what comes oh, out. Um. Other big things coming out there as well. Um, Logan, back in the Marvel side, we've got Logan, the old man Wolverine uh, film. Logan Paul from WWE. Logan Paul, that's the one. Um, <laughs> which is really good. And also Deadpool. Um, the Deadpool movies, I want to mention them as well because they are like are like nothing else that's come out of the superhero genre. And that's really... Oh, and then, of course, sorry, I was going to say that side, it's not. Um, then we've got two really big hitters from DC, I think. We've got Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, which was what the other two Oscars were. So, <laughs> best, best actor and best original score. And um, as we mentioned a minute ago, the Snyder Cut of Justice League came out this year and oh. almost saved what was a really weird film. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And at the moment, um, as, as I'm recording right now, they released the Snyder, uh, the Snyder Cut's no longer trending. It's now continue the Snyder Universe, whatever the, whatever the hashtag yeah, is, it's the yeah. we, we find the Snyder Universe. Because they're trying to rebuild the whole thing up from the ground up now. Um, that's kind of the big films. And then just one more thing to mention. Um, animated films. Um, just ones that came out actually came out in theatre. Um, Batman Mask of the Phantasm came out in like 1994. It's pretty good. Um, up to that point, it was like the best Batman movie. And it probably was until Dark Knight. <laughs> really good. Uh, 
And then on the Marvel side, there are two big hitters there, Big Hero 6, uh, made by Disney, with the banging Fallout Boy theme, and Into the Spider-Verse. Oh my that was, god! Yeah, Sorry. that was the history of, um, of Marvel vs. DC in the cinema. Um, what I think is so cool about it to me is like you can see the different shifts in tone. So like, I think now DC, I'm hoping DC now with Joker and Sinister start to make their own path a bit more. I feel like they were chasing the DCU was never as good as the MCU, my man, because they were yeah. chasing MCU. Um, but I think there's there's enough room for them both to exist totally differently. Anyway, that was the entire history of films um, after Howard the Duck. So what have you got for us, Jan? What, any, anything I've missed out and anything you want to you talk about more? See, like, DCU, it was a problem because... Because of Marvel, you know, like this guy, like mm-hmm. Zack Snyder and David Goyer and whoever was recording the movie, was shooting the movie, they wanted to do like their own cut, their own like vision, but always like Warner Brothers didn't allow them. So that's why, yeah. that's why those movies sucks because they always interfered and changed everything. So how, do you know what the people, what people liked in that other movie? Let's do, let's do that, but in in our movie, you know. Yeah. So that's why like it, it sucked. So when it like Snyder cut. I really love Snyder Cut. It was because it was his vision, you know, what he wanted to do. And it captured that DC spirit so well. Yeah. And uh, see, since you me- list the movies, I thought Marvel's is is winning this. But since you list the movies, I have to change my opinion. Ooh. Because if it wasn't for Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, there would be no... Iron Man, there would be no Captain America. You know, he's got, like, such a cultural shock. If it wasn't for Superman... Mm. I know you said uh, before... uh, After (laughs) the 80s, but... How big of an impact the the Christopher Reeves Superman had in our culture. Mm. Then you got Batman, which is, like, household name. How many reboots he got? More than (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. And there's another reboot coming, which I cannot wait because it's gonna be brilliant. Then you got the the Christopher Nolan trilogy, yep, which smash it totally. All three movies perfect. I love all three of them. I don't see any mistake in them. Maybe in Dark Knight Rises, but is it Rises? Is Going it? to be in it. The the third one is Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, Rises. Returns the name of the comic. Yeah, I always mistake those two. It, it's inspired by them. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, I give him my point to, to DC. See, the problem with Marvel Ooh. is, it's huge. I love, don't get me wrong, I love Marvel. I love all their movies. I'm not like a hater or something. I, I love everything. But the thing is, the movies are repeating way too much. If it makes sense. Like, I don't see a difference between Iron Man and Ant-Man, because it's the same origin story. I don't see difference between, between, but it, it's good because they change the genre. So it's like, what if Iron Man would be a, a fucking burglar, <laughs> you know? So let's make him into <laughs> Ant-Man. The same with Doctor Strange, the first movie. It's the same story as Iron Man, but it's <clears throat> it's magic instead of technology. That, so and every time DC made a movie, it always like change the, the culture not change the culture but always flip it on its head so you again no one movies bring like this dark tone that that it treats their viewers as ma- ma- mature people meanwhile marvel is treating them like whole pg you know whole family and i respect dc for that that trying to be their own thing before before dceu was mm. launched i mean so yeah i'm giving my point to to dc just how big of a shock gave it to the culture. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Marvel for the for the same reason. This is, this is quite interesting because I, I think it's the same, the shock to the culture. But for me, it is. Um, it X-Men is starts, you know, it, like X-Men know. starts the whole, the whole superhero films in a different way. Um, and then obviously the Chris Nolan Batman films come out, but nothing, I don't think... They're incredible, and I, I like. I would never say anything against those films, but <laughs> they never. I don't think they influence any superhero films after that. I think a lot of them try to avoid it because they know they can't beat it. How oh, dare! Like Man of Steel. <laughs> oh no! So let's, oh, here we go. Man of Steel tries it, and it can't nail the tone because the tone of the Batman movies is what 
is really good because it's like it's never they never joke about it which is what the batman movies are really good for like they never try and make any jokes it's like this is sorry there's comedy in it but you know what i mean it's like the world is very serious that the nolan trilogy is in and i feel like after that they get watchmen that kind of does the same thing but then after that i feel like the dc universe gets too scared of batman so like Man of Steel was like, haha, this is really silly. Look at Krypton. Ah, isn't it weird looking? And like they try a bit of that, you know, that kind of wink to the camera stuff that Marvel is basically nailing. Like that's the stuff that they are really good at is the ironic detachment kind of. I mean, even now, like um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, not to use that as an example because it wasn't a movie, but they're making jokes about oh, it's always a wizard, or an android, or a thingy, and that that stuff goes goes viral instantly because like if DC tried that, it doesn't quite work the same. Mm-hmm. Um, because they should be like they. Oh, sorry. If they try it now, it would work. But like the DC unit, like um, the Nolan stuff, you could never do that joke because it would just kill Batman. You know? <laughs> he was like, "Oh, it's always the Joker or Bane." Like, no, Batman universe dead. <laughs> um, it's a tough one. So that's why I'm going. I'm going to go Marvel for this one because I think. And then, like I said, the, the Avengers, the MCU, the fact it works, the fact it's so risky, mm. and the fact it pays off changes the course of like cinema. As far as I'm concerned, like you got um obviously the DC universe tries to chase it. You've got um the Monsters Universe, whatever they're calling it now, yeah. with uh, Kong and Godzilla. Um they tried to do like a G.I. Joe one apparently, which I don't yeah. think yeah, it was like G.I. Joe and Transformers were gonna make one, but I don't think that's going on in like the Hasbro cinematic universe. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm giving it to to Marvel. Um see the problem which, with Marvel with me is that they need to be like Iron Man, like the movie, you know? They have to put some jokes in it. They have to appeal to everyone. Mm. And if you go back in time before 2008, everyone knew everyone knew Batman. Everyone knew Superman. But if you mention names like Captain America or Iron Man to, yep. to like general audience, they would be like, wait, is it that guy with the plastic shield, you know? <laughs> So I'm gonna have to give it to to DC. It's very controversial, I know. Like I said, I love all the movies. I love them. I don't think I don't think your opinion is as controversial as you think it is. Yeah, <laughs> like I, you can see it from both sides on this. Like the 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 DC universe, like especially the the Nolan trilogy, are some of the best films ever yeah. made. Like if you go on the IMDb top two fifty films of all time, uh, I think Dark Knight is like tenth or something. Actually, I maybe like fourth or something. I can't. It's really it's in the top ten anyway. Like, it's an incredible film. Um. <laughs> But no, I think I'm giving it to... I'm also curious to see like the future of both brands. I wanted yeah. to quickly mention that as well. I, um, think, I think after Snyder Cut, I, 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 I'm positive and I believe from now on <laughs> it's going to be better because now James Gunn's Suicide Squad is coming. Yep. It's going to be brilliant with our boy John Cena. The bad thing oh, is yeah. we can't see him, but uh, oh. I think it's going to be a brilliant movie. Then you it's got- also got my boy Idris Elba, who is like one of my favorite actors. I love him and everything, so it's want to throw him out there as well. Also, I can't believe you haven't mentioned Henry Cavill. I did mention him. I did mention him. Oh. And I, I said Henry Cavill's Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say like what, yeah. what DC have and Marvel doesn't. Is Henry Cavill <laughs> the, the now, new king of nerds? I hear here's the thing. I would have given. I would. This is this is me. Right? I would have given DC the point here if they'd kept Henry Cavill's mustache in it. No. In Justice League, because that mustache in Mission Impossible Fallout is absolutely incredible. So DC, you're a bunch of cowards, and that's why I'm not giving you your point. <laughs> I, I would laugh if they would give him the mullet. You know, if you, if you read the comics after Superman died. And then he came mm. back. He had like this black suit he has in Snyder Cut, and also he's got like this huge mullet. Perfect. So, Give him like, a mullet. Give him a mustache. Yes. Imagine, I love it. Imagine Man of Steel with a huge <laughs> mullet and a mustache. Change the I would have given the point. Um, <laughs> so we we obviously voted against each other. Um, so we're going to go to the audience. Um, but it didn't hurt my point. It doesn't. It doesn't count. The point no, is... No, don't um, the phone. <laughs> 80, the point is, 80% of our fan base voted Marvel, uh, so Marvel gets the point. We have drawn. It is two apiece. Um, That's... So... Yeah. Fuck. 
And when you messaged me and you said um, when we first started planning, you said I think I think DC is going to walk the floor here. Yeah. Um, but actually writing this down, it's a lot closer than you realise between the two. Yeah. Like I don't think this is obviously a draw, but I don't. I think the movies could have gone either way. The TV shows could have gone either way. It's you know like, what I mean? It's more like you know when you say to the general audience, you say DC or Marvel, they're going to say Marvel one hundred percent. But when you can yep. think about it more. You know, no, it's no, they're still gonna say Marvel. <laughs> they're gonna think about it more, and they're gonna say, "Man, that Aquaman movie wasn't that something." <laughs> hey, you got, against, you got against my boy Aquaman. I love that movie. <laughs> well, what other movie has a fucking giant octopus playing on drummers? None. None, I tell you. <laughs> um, hey, unless you can think of a final category to compare the two. Oh no, you shouted about something. DC has and Marvel doesn't. Bloody Boba Fett <laughs> and Jango Fett, the actor who played them both, the clones. He's DC's got everything. What can I tell you, man? <laughs> and now, uh, DC, now DC's Godzilla got everything as well. DC's got everything except from two of the highest-grossing films of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. <laughs> okay. Um, unless there's anything, anything, any other category you want to compare the two against, I think that's it. Going to be a draw. Um, I did ask, I did ask the, the audience, what do you think's the best one overall? And Marvel just won it, but then it was like a one, one or two votes in it. Marvel won it by one or two votes. Um, and I think after today, that's probably the end of Jan on being chill. Jan's uh, having a wee faint here, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, <laughs> I'll just throw it to the episode, I guess. Thank you everyone for listening. Jan's having a, a wee cry. Um, if you want to hear more from us, subscribe to our, our channel. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Let us know what you think of Marvel vs. DC. Let me know how wrong I am and how right Jan is. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's all from me. Uh, unless you've got anything else to add, Jan, I'm done. Yeah. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm done entirely. <laughs> uh, we won't be back next week because Jan doesn't want to ever record again. Yeah. <laughs> no, please don't. We will be back next week. Can't wait to talk to you then. Goodbye.